Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the great fortune to be interviewing Benton Crane, CEO of Harmon Brothers, and Daniel Harmon, Chief Creative Officer of Harmon Brothers. We would call them the kings of viral video. Over 1.3 billion, that's billion with a B, views, $300 million in sales, their products that they have promoted and gone viral, things like Squatty Potty, Poopery, other things that you probably already know of. Benton, Daniel, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be here, Seth. So for our listeners and our viewers who may not know, what do you mean? I, I know there's some mixed connotations in regards to the term viral video. Arguably, you're the kings of it. How would you define a viral video? It's a great question. You want to take that one? <laughs> uh, so, go ahead, yeah. Sure. Um, you know, for us, viral video is actually a little bit of a misnomer. And in fact, it's one of the most common questions that we get from people reaching out to us. They, hey, can you make us a viral video? We just need a viral video. But the reality is we never actually plan for virality and we never even tried for virality. Instead, we focus on ads that both brand and sell, and in doing so, we say, we make it so good that it doesn't need to go viral. And then when it happens to go viral, then that's just kind of icing on the cake for everyone. And we have been in the fortunate position that I think at least three or so of our, of our campaigns have gone truly viral. But the reality is, viral is a pretty quick flash in the pan. It's kind of 15 minutes of fame. And it usually happens so fast that companies aren't even in a position to really take advantage of it. And so the companies who find real success are the ones who create a campaign that can generate a consistent ROI over time. And those are the ones that end up blowing up to you know, hundreds of millions of views and millions and millions of dollars in, in, in sales. We've never started a campaign planning on a video going viral, ever. Now we've had those moments happen, but um, it is increasingly difficult to do that in today's Facebook algorithm environment, in YouTube algorithm, you name it. It's uh, Most of the videos that you actually see out there that you think are viral have a tremendous amount of marketing strategy behind them, influencers pushing them, all, all these different pieces that are going into that. 
And so what we think of as viral is, is just changed so much over time. At the end of the day, it's still someone sharing something that they've already seen themselves. And obviously, all the content that we've created has an element of that, and that is a portion of the success. But um, we always like to say, like, Spotify, for example, over, I think it's over 300 million views now across all the, the different um, forms of the video on the different platforms. And if, had that, had that been just left to its own devices, our best estimate is that might be between 20 and 25 million total views. So like maybe less than a tenth of what we saw had we not made it good enough that it didn't have to be viral. That's also a good tagline, by the way. Make it so good it doesn't have to go viral. Love that. You've said it before, yeah. <laughs> so what do you like best about what you do? For me, um, I love the creative process. And I love being able to watch different people around me that I'm mentoring and that I'm training to be able to go and have their own success with different projects. So we're at a point now in Harmon Brothers where we have different creative directors heading up individual projects and I love being able to see them thrive and being able to see um, our clients win. When they invest in, in, when they come to us for a marketing campaign, they have very specific goals in mind. And being able to see those goals reached, that's that's exhilarating for me, but I just, I just love the creative process in general. For years and years, my wife has observed me critiquing businesses, not because the businesses asked me to, but just because, <laughs> just because I wanted to express this is how I would do it. Right. And um, and I did that over and over and over again. And my wife pointed out that my dream job would be telling people how to market their businesses. And so what has happened at Harmon Brothers has kind of ended up being a dream for me because I'm able to put on that strategic thinking cap and help our clients solve these problems and help them find marketing success. You mentioned the misconception kind of about what viral really is. What are some of the biggest mistakes you see other business owners making when trying to make their marketing so good it doesn't have to go viral? Here's a few. You want me to start us off and you can take it from there. So... One of them is going out the door without any kind of a distribution strategy in place. Meaning we're just going to make a great piece of content, we're going to upload it, and it's just going to blow up, right? Without any kind of ad buying strategy or anything like that behind it. So I'd say that's a big mistake in and of itself. Um, Another one is getting really distracted in the the story or whatever that you're molding on. Molding around um, isn't serving your message. If you're not honing in on the clarity of what you're trying to get across, you're ultimately doing yourself a disservice. Um, so I, I'd say that's another one. You have, you have any others to come Yeah, on? I think the other really common one is that people tend to jump the gun a little bit and they try to scale a business before the business mm-hmm. has actually been nailed. Yeah. And and so we we try to preach nail it, then scale it, you know, quoting Paul Allstrom's book. Um, and um, that allows for clients and potential clients to have the discipline to go through really finding that product market fit before they go try to throw gasoline on the marketing fire. And once that nail it is done, then the tools that, that we can provide can, can, can give enormous growth and value. You mentioned Paul's book. What are three of your top favorite books that you read over and over again? Three of our top favorite. I mean, a big other one. than your own, you can't quote yourself. <laughs> no, I just reread that one three times. <laughs> okay, um, I I do love Creativity Inc. Um, by Ed Catmull, uh, the president of Pixar. Um, that 
that one was really fun for us because we had already kind of established a little bit of a culture within Harbor Brothers. And then we read that book kind of after the fact while we were in the process and realized, oh, we're already doing a bunch of these things that they do to make really great stuff. And that there were other ones that we could incorporate. And so that one um, was really influ influential to us. Um, I'd say Made to Stick is a huge one um, where it talks so much about how to make things stick inside of, uh, a person's mind, right? Um, w ways to uh, take something that it seems a little bit more abstract and make it more concrete. Um, and then we've recently, I mean, we've got a bunch of others. So it's free. Another, <laughs> one that, another one that's been absolutely core to our company's evolution is Simon Sinek's Start With Why. Yeah. It helped us transform from a company that just makes really cool videos to a company that truly understands our why and what that means to our future. And it took us a while to hone in on it, but now we know that our why is to share better stories. And that has really deep meaning for us, right? When we say share better stories, we mean share better than we've ever done before. So it's constant improvement. I mean share better stories than anyone else in the marketplace. So it means we want to be out at the forefront um, we want to be experimenting and trying new things that have never been done before. And it means we want to share stories that make the world a better place. We, we always look at every project and the, every potential project through the lens of, do we truly believe this can make the world a better place? And, and that's given us um, so much clarity, and it's helped us a ton, even in our recruiting, mm -hmm. where we're able to find alignment between our organizational why and people's individual whys. So that, that, that one's been super core for us. Yeah. You talked about being on the forefront. What are some of the top marketing trends you see if we were to ask you to predict the future? So one of the things that we're really having fun exploring right now, and we're doing a whole bunch of experimentation with it, is that... We think the world of entertainment and marketing are starting to blend more and more than they ever have before. And more specifically, we're doing a lot of experimentation with branded entertainment content or engagement content that can be used at you know the top of the marketing funnel, um, and then you know more traditional conversion content used lower down in the funnel. Uh, so that, that's, a fun uh, that's a fun exploration that we're on right now. Can you, what does branded entertainment content mean to you? We're still trying to define that. <laughs> it's, um, well, one example of where it might go, right? This is still to be determined. With all the eyeballs in the entertainment world shifting to Netflix and mm -hmm. Amazon and these online platforms, it's taking away advertisers' ability to reach the viewers during commercial breaks, right? And so right now, they're kind of limited to, you know, product placement shots. You know, Coke can get a can of Coke on the, on the you know, table during, yes. a, during a shot. But beyond that product placement, it's really hard for brands to, to kind of interject themselves. And so we're, we're exploring a world where a brand character can also be the center of entertainment. Um, and... Uh, I, I don't think I'll go much deeper yeah. into it than that yeah. right now, but yeah. it's an exploration. That, that was, I mean, that segues into my next question would be, you've created so many memorable characters, 
any other opportunities come out of that? Does the mom from Chatbooks get her own show type of thing? Is that kind of where you were we, secretly going with we that? We are, without being too specific, right? <laughs> yes. No, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> no, no we're, we're entertaining all those types of ideas because obviously um, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because one of the top comments on the Chatbooks video that we saw was not only people saying, oh, I love her so much, she totally gets me, this is my life, but we had a lot of people just saying, I'd love to watch a show of this person, right? Yes. We got that on Fiber Fix with the Manly Man. A lot of people would just be like, dude, I'd, I'd watch a movie or a, or a TV show of this guy. And so these brand characters can have tremendous emotional connection with the audiences. And I think all of those kind of experiments are open to us from product placement to brand characters being developed into more than just you know your traditional ad or like a branded conversion ad like we do. Yeah, we're we're excited to see how that world shapes up, and it's fun to be playing at the, you know, at the cutting edge of it. Absolutely. So you, I know your time is valuable, and we all, we we don't have that much time left. Couple more quick questions. What, with all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? Um. I guess we don't have any. <laughs> you drop. No, that's right. So I mentioned that, you know. We found our why. We found that our why is share better stories. And in discovering that, you know, it was clear that we've already applied that in the world of ads. Um, but we knew that that's not all we want to do. And we want to be more than that. And so the next step was to take that share better stories into the world of education. And, and so we've been, you know, the past year we launched Harmon Brothers University and we're trying to raise the bar for online education. Um, you, we feel like there's kind of a big gap between, you know, traditional universities where it's really slow moving, um, they're, they're slow to adapt, but what they do have is generally of a really high quality. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have really fast moving online stuff, but generally the quality is, you know, it's usually a person face to camera with some PowerPoint slides or, or something going on. And, and we're trying to take the best of both of those worlds and create an education platform that's very nimble. It's being taught by industry experts, people who are actually practicing their craft, but we have a high level of, we have a high production value on it. It's well written, it's succinct, we build humor into it. Um, we build animations and motion graphics in to help illustrate points and to help teach things. And, and so this idea of share better stories, we're trying to apply that to the world of education. And, um, and you know, eventually we want to apply it to the world of entertainment as well. Um, and so, you know, these are huge, um, you know, these are big industries to tackle. And so... We're, we're st dipping our toe in the water cautiously, but, but we're also very optimistic about the future in, in being able to impact those, those areas. So, Harmon Brothers University, the way I originally understood it, and full disclosure is giving these, being a paying subscriber, it was about learning what your process for how you guys do what you do. Mm -hmm. Am I understanding you correctly now that you're going bigger at Harmon Brothers University in whatever form is... Ex hopefully expanding beyond just, hey, here's the components of great marketing, 
and then going to affect, when you talked about universities, like the world of education, not just in educating people on how to do better marketing, but could potentially expand to education as a whole, which is begging for disruption. So it is. I, I would say, first and foremost, we are going with, um, with marketing. That, well, is, you, that is a focus what right you now. know, yeah. Yes, and, um, but I, I would say it has made sense for us to do something that we're an ex- expert on, and if we're able to find expertise in other areas as we go along, then that would make sense for us to educate others on that. I mean, so much of what we're trying to do, um, kind of like what you talked about earlier, Seth, um, sorry, referring to the other podcast, but so, so much of what we're trying to do is just be a little bit more of an open book. As we learn something, and, and get those processes down that we are able to teach that to other people as well. But we feel like we don't have to have a zero-sum game mentality about it or anything like that. That as they, kind of the rising tide lifts all ships kind of uh, kind of approach. But yes, um, I don't, I'm not, sh- like, could we be doing that on, you know, film type stuff in the future? Yes, that's a possibility. Just, we, we, would, we would definitely not want to just go and do it to do it. We would want to do it with something that we felt like we had something to say. Yeah. Take that time check. Yeah, you have 17 minutes. Okay, so we are right, two more. Okay, I'll give you that. Let you guys get a break. You have such a creative process and have created a process that is delivering absolutely incredible results. How do you systemize creativity? So for us, um, we say we have a saying around um, within Harmon Brothers that it's easier to turn a marketer into a comedian excuse me let me let me go back on that so we have a saying around harmer brothers that it's easier to turn a comedian into a marketer than a marketer into a comedian and so one of the systems that we have is to actually take the formulas um, that we use to uh to to write our ads and to deliver for the client and to teach that to someone that already does comedy really really well because that's that's years of practice that's open mic nights. I was going to say, you guys are recruiting from local clubs. Like, yeah, absolutely. We are absolutely um, recruiting so counter- from... I never would have thought of that. Right. But, but it also kind of makes sense, right? That They're For them, funny. to give them the tools for marketing and to put them in that position is a much more efficient efficient step than to take a marketer that already knows all that stuff and knows sales and knows, knows that kind of thing and say, okay, now go learn to be funny. Yeah. You might be years down the road yeah. before you can get to that. So that's one of the systems that we're putting into place is making sure we get um, a diversity of perspective from different writers that are contributing on um, a given project. And then it's very much kind of a check your eagle at the door type of situation where they sit down together. We are going to go with one concept as kind of the bedrock and um, the, the template going forward. Like this is what the client is, is wanting. This is what we feel like is going to sell the best. But then you're able to take the best of each of the ideas and intertwine those to make a really great script. So when you see a Harmon Brothers video come out, I mean, it, it could be five different writers. I mean, it's generally at least three or four, but it could be five different writers that have written great jokes in there or had little one-liners or different things like that that are contributing because you don't expect it all to have to come from one brain. That's just too much pressure, you know? And so it's, it, it is very much a collaborative process for us to, to, um, to come up with those types of ideas. Awesome. Okay. I know your time is obviously very valuable. You recently came out with a book that was three years in the making, telling a little, sharing kind of open book transparency of the whole process. 
called From Poop to Gold. Where is the best place for our audience to go to get a copy of that and to learn more about Harmon Brothers University? HarmonBrothersBook.com is where they can find the book. Um, it's also available on Amazon if they want to get it there, but I think it's cheaper on HarmonBrothersBook.com. Um, as well as HarmonBrothersUniversity.com um, has a place there where you can fill out a form um, in order to um, uh, fill out an application for whenever we have our next class coming through. We're trying to keep those classes limited so that we can make sure we take care of the students when they come through. And um, yeah, the author of our book, uh, Chris Jones, followed us around for three years and, and basically was able to identify three key principles that we live by within Harmon Brothers to set us up for success, um, which is creative uh, process, creative culture, and creative partnerships. And those are things that can be applied to any business, not just um, marketing or advertising. Awesome, phenomenal interview. This has been Seth Green of Sharkpreneur with Benton Crane and Daniel Harmon from Harmon Brothers. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.